When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What can I do? Sometimes... When life gets in the way, and maybe you're tuning in right this minute, I'm like, God, what am I going to do with this? Like, it's going to be a bad day. I'm going to listen to Scott, see if he can motivate, inspire me, give you an idea to get, because it's going to be a bad day. Instead, he starts the show by saying, what can I do? And I they give me an idea. I was like, oh, yeah, what can I do about that thing that's going to be such a bad thing today? I promise you, you ask that question, life is going to get good for you really fast. But today, I'm going to encourage you to get rid of your to-do list. It's gone. It's out of here. You don't need it. It's overrated. And if you have one of them computer to-do lists... <laughs> like Doritos. They just keep making more to-dos and giving them to you, don't they? He's like, well, I got everything done yesterday, and today, 500 things automatically popped up on my list. How'd that happen? It's the algorithm. It is a daily boost from MotivationToMove.com, the positive boost you need every single day. We just keep on going until we ain't going no more. That's it. The journey includes the end. So we just keep going until, and if we don't like it, we just take an adjustment change. If we don't know what to do, we figure it out. We learn, we push through it, we get into momentum, we go to domination. We do all that cool stuff. If that's what you want, I'm not a dominating kind of guy. I'm kind of like a momentum guy, get a lot of stuff done. I want more money, I go make more money. Or I build a new swimming pool. No, that's not how I do it. Actually, remember the John Lennon quote? If I, um, if I want a new swimming pool, I just write a new song. That's life. You made money when you write a new song, right? Hit record. But if you want something new, you just keep on moving in momentum, figure out what you got to do to go get it. Boom, done. How are you? My name is Scott Smith. I'm the founder and the chief motivating officer here at MotivationToMove.com. All fired up. It's the middle of winter here in Florida. And uh, life is pretty good because it's warm. It's like 80 degrees every single day. And I'm excited too because I talked about my anticipation engine. If you haven't heard about that comment, that's exactly what I call it. And uh, I made it up one day. We all make stuff up, don't we? But it meant something to me. Basically, it's a label that I created an idea and a concept that I liked and something that I use. I put a label on it. And the label is called Anticipation Engine. And what that means is I'm going to fire it up like I'm starting a Harley Davidson. I'm going to fire that Harley up and hear it rumble, roar. And then that's going to get me excited to go do something. So in every case, I want to get myself excited. Then I explore the possibilities of my life. Because we now know, and brain science will tell you this, that you know finding your purpose and finding your commitment and all that stuff in life is not really something that you get out of a book. It's something most people can't help you get. You get it by exploring the possibilities of life around you, being open to something different. You can go to a magazine, a bookstore, look at the magazine rack and see something catch your attention and explore it a little bit. You do it all the time anyway. Most of what you get in life that you like, you just kind of stumbled upon. So what I do is I fire that anticipation engine by exploring the possibilities of what's around me and I stumble on some things and go, oh, is that going to stick? Maybe I like it, maybe I won't. 
a couple of years back, I, I explored the possibility of learning to ride a Harley-Davidson 900-pound motorcycle like a motor officer does, like a police officer does. They call them motors, motor officers. Slow in traffic, maximum control over this beastly 900-pound machine. And I got intrigued by it, but it's kind of hard to get in. It's a very hard skill to learn. It's kind of clickish because I'm not a cop and they are. And my experience as cops is usually either at CrossFit or with them pulling me over. And me talking my way out of whatever they pulled me over for, which I've successfully done every single time it's ever happened. And no, I won't tell you how many times it's happened and why they pulled me over. Nonetheless, I got this, this idea to learn to ride them. So I actually bought a Road King because that was the bike they ride on. And it took me forever to get in. I took my first official motor officer training class 101. And you know what they said to me? Hey, you should be in the next class. You're, you're too good for this. But let me give you something else to do. And then they, they figured out that I wasn't that good for <laughs> But it was so cool. I was so excited about it. I just couldn't wait to get there and just be a kid on my motorcycle riding on a 43-degree day in Florida, which is rare to begin with. But fired up the motivation. You need to do that. What can you fire up yourself today? What, what, what can you anticipate so much? What can you put in your life that you'll anticipate? What can you explore right now, this minute? Well, not in this minute. Wait till I'm done, okay? I'm busy here. But when I'm done, what could you explore? Hmm. That's not even the topic of today's show, but I tell you what. It should be the topic of your own show every single day. How will I explore the possibilities? So I get something so excited, it fires up my anticipation engine. I know why I'm doing it, and I run after it for the rest of my life until I decide to explore more possibilities. All right, so we don't do it with a to-do list. We don't do it with a to-do list. So so do you have a to-do list? I'm going to tell you right now, trash your to-do list. Get it out of here. You don't need it no more. You say, Scott, I do need my to-do list. Otherwise, how am I going to remember everything? Okay, I'll give you a point there because we all understand if you understand David Allen's getting things done and if you haven't read the book or whatever, listen to the audio book, you should. Because we have to get stuff out of our brain because stuff's inside of our brain. It's hard to remember. It's, we have, it's what's called an open loop. Uh, an open loop is when if I ask you a question and I do it a lot on this program and I open a loop in the question at the beginning of the show and then I carry you through the end and I close the loop at the end of the program. If I don't do that, it's a not satisfying program. So I close the loop for you but that happens in everything you do. So all the stuff you have going on in your life is basically information that's a question. Got to do this. Should I do that? What's going to happen this? What time are you going to do this? Where am I going to go? All that stuff's inside your brain. And that's an open loop, buzzing, buzzing, buzzing. You wonder why you have no time to focus on anything, right? And then you put it on a piece of paper where every time you look at it, it's just an open loop dogging you every single day. So I need to get rid of it. So back in, uh, it was 1983, I was a production director at a radio station, KISS FM in Miami. And it was the first time I ever actually had a job where at the end of the day, I, I wasn't finished. I'd always been a disc jockey. And that meant when I was done, it was just time to go to the bar and eat pizza and stuff. That was it. Nothing else to worry about because the big adult folk did all that stuff. And then I became a big adult folk. I got a production director job and suddenly I had stuff to do that never went away. My to-do list never ended every single day forever. 24 seven, there was always something to do and it drove me crazy. So what I did was I took a pad of paper. I wrote it down. I downloaded my brain. I locked it in my drawer and I went home. Peace and quiet arrived in my life. But then I came back the next day and went crazy. There was more to do, more to do's, more to do's. So, so it goes on. So I'm trying to check off these things. And back in the 80s, we had the Franklin Covey planners. Remember those things? Chasing the check mark every single day. You had to write down what you're going to do. You had to prioritize it. When you got it done, you had to check it off. If you didn't, you had to turn the page and you had to put it back on the next page and then prioritize it again the next day. What happened? Eventually, after about five days of doing that, you didn't do it. You thought, I'm going to do it anyway. Let me get rid of it. <laughs> done. David. Um, Alan getting things done. I looked at it. I looked at it. I looked at it. I reviewed it. I reviewed it. I reviewed it. What was I thinking? Out of here. That's about 80% of what you got on your list anyway. But then I was flying airplanes. 
I went to learn to fly airplanes. And, uh, my, and I was freaking out. A lot of you heard this story before. Because if you fly an airplane, it's basically you're taking about, what, 120 years of aviation history. And you have to learn all of it before you get to fly. It's not easy. It's like being a doctor. Well, not really. But sometimes it feels like it. So I'm walking out the airplane. I'm like, oh my God, I got my list out. I got my checklist. I'm unfolding my trifold checklist that everybody has. It's photocopied. You can hardly read it. It's stuck in your bag. If you've ever flown an airplane in the cockpit, you have your little trifolded checklist thing. Once you get fancy, you buy the laminated one, but eventually you give up and go back to the cheap photocopy. So I'm trying to figure it all out. Do this, do that. Check the inside, check the outside, check the fuel, check everything. Oh my God, there's so much to know here. If I don't get it all, I'm going to die. I'm going to die because that's what airplanes do. They're very fun to fly. They're very safe, but they're also very unforgiving, much like a motorcycle. My instructor said, what are you freaking out for? I said, because I'm going to die if I don't get all this right. He said, you're going to die. Yeah, but look at this list. It's so long. There's so many things I have to do, but you're not going to die. I said, let me give you a different way of looking at this. Instead of making it your to-do list, just check to see if you did it. Just look at the list and see if you did it. Because you know what you did, right? So just relax and look at the list and see if you did it. So from that day forward, I never looked at the checklist as a check it off to get it done list. I looked at it as, did I do it? And it became the did I do it list. So I don't have a to-do list anymore. I have a did I do it list. Does that mean I don't have stuff written down or something popping up on my Asana program on my computer? Mm -mm. I have a lot of stuff. <laughs> I have a lot going on. I have thousands of items that pop up all the time. Doesn't matter how many pop up on my list. All I have to do is say, did I do it? And in most cases, I did what's important already without even thinking about it. In many cases, though, things pop up. I didn't do it. I go, next question. Do I have to do it? And in about 80% of the time, it's like, well, I didn't do it. I don't think I have to do it. I click, it's out of here. David Allen, get your things done. <laughs> Delegate it, delete it, dump it, whatever you want. But a did I do it list, looking at what you have to do today, not as if, well, look at all I have to get done today, but did I get it all done? Did I get done what I needed to today? I'll tell you what's going to happen real fast. If you have that attitude, I don't care how long your list is. You will get to a point where you say, that's all I had to do today. I did it. Now I can do whatever I want to do. And oftentimes you'll turn around and start checking off more stuff on your list because you've done it all. There's no stress anymore. So I'm telling you, it's a kind of a simple concept, but it's a proven concept. It works for me. It works for tens of thousands of people. In fact, probably more than that, because I'm not the first one to figure out this works. I'm just the one with the better voice who talks faster than them. That makes it different. Okay. All right. <laughs> what? Self-deprecating. It's a skill. All right, tomorrow, focusing on what's important, we're going to dig down and do some Stephen Covey stuff that you may not have heard. Love talking about this stuff because it is where I need to spend my life, and I do spend my life about 99% of the time. I'll teach you how to focus on what's important, why you need to do it, and where you're spending your life right now. I'll see you at Facebook, dailyboostpodcast.com slash Facebook. Have a great day.